Section 38 of The Toilers of the Sea by Victor Hugo. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain, read by John Greenman. Chapter 7 Nocturnal Purchasers and a Shady Vendor. Clubin had been absent from the Jean Tavern the whole of Tuesday evening. He was absent again on Wednesday evening. That evening at dusk, two men entered Coutanchet Alley. They halted in front of La Jacressade. One of them knocked at the window. The shop door opened. They entered. The woman with the wooden leg bestowed on them the smile reserved for respectable citizens. A candle stood on the table. These men were, in fact, two respectable citizens. The one who had knocked said, "'Good evening, my good woman. I have come for that affair.' The woman with the wooden leg smiled once more and went out through the door opening on the courtyard with the well. A moment later the rear door opened again, and a man presented himself in the opening. This man wore a cap and a blouse, and under his blouse appeared the shape of some object. There were bits of straw in his blouse, and he had the look of a man just awakened. He advanced. They exchanged glances. The man in the blouse had a confused but cunning air. He said, "'Are you the gunsmith?' The man who had knocked replied, "'Yes.' "'Are you the Parisian? Called Peau Rouge, Redskin. Yes. Show it. Here it is.' The man drew from beneath his blouse a weapon which was very rare in Europe at that period, a revolver. This revolver was new and bright. The two citizens examined it. The one who seemed to be acquainted with the house, and whom the man in the house had called the gunsmith, tried the mechanism. He passed it to the other man, who appeared to be more of a stranger, and who kept his back turned to the light. The gunsmith resumed, "'How much?' The man in the blouse replied, "'I have just come from America with it. Some people bring monkeys, parakeets, and animals, as though the French were savages. I have brought this. It is a useful invention.' "'How much?' repeated the gunsmith. It is a pistol which turns round like a mill-wheel. How much? Bang one shot, bang a second, bang a hailstorm. That does some execution. How much? There are six chambers. Well, how much? Six chambers. <laughs> that makes six louis. Will you take five louis? Impossible. One louis a bullet. That's the price. Shall we make a trade? Be reasonable. I have named a fair price. Examine it, Monsieur Gunsmith. I have examined it. The chamber turns like Monsieur Talleyrand. That chamber might be put in the dictionary of weather vanes. Tis a jewel. I have seen it. As for the barrel, tis of Spanish forging. I have noticed it. It is twisted. This is the way this twisting is done. The basket of an old junkman is emptied into the forge. They fill it full of old iron scraps, old blacksmith's nails, broken horseshoes, and old scythe blades. I was going to mention that, Monsieur Gunsmith. They give all these scraps a good welding heat, and that makes a magnificent iron. Yes, 
but it may have cracks, flaws, cross-breaks. Pardieu, but the cross-breaks are remedied by little dove-nails, just as the risk of defects in soldering is avoided by hard pounding. The material is flattened out with a big hammer. It is then subjected to two welding heats. If the iron has been overheated, it is retempered by plunging it into melted fat, and with light blows. Then the stuff is drawn out, well rolled, and with that iron, fichre, such barrels as this are made. So you belong to that craft? I am of all crafts. The barrel is watercolor. Tis a beauty, Monsieur Gunsmith. It is produced by antimony. We will say, then, that we are to pay you five louis for that. Allow me to call monsieur's attention to the fact that I had the honor to say six louis. The gunsmith lowered his voice. Listen, Parisienne, take advantage of the opportunity. Get rid of this. A weapon like this is of no good to such men as you. It directs attention to a man. In fact, said the Parisian, it is a little conspicuous. Tis better for a respectable citizen. Will you take five louis? No, six. One for each hole. Well, six Napoleon. I want six louis. You are not a Bonapartist, then? You prefer a louis to a Napoleon? The Parisian called Pour Rouge smiled. Napoleon is greater, said he, but louis is worth more. Six Napoleon. Six louis. It makes a difference of twenty-four francs to N.E. In that case, no trade. So be it. I keep the toy. Keep it. Beating me down, the idea. It shall not be said that I parted like that with a thing which is a new discovery. Good evening, then. It is an improvement on the pistol which the Chesapeake Indians call Norteha. Five louis ready money, that means gold. Norteha. That means short gun. A great many people do not know that. Will you take five louis and a silver crown thrown in? Citizen, I have said six. The man who stood with his back turned to the candle, and who had not yet spoken, was making the mechanism work during this dialogue. He bent down to the gunsmith's ear and whispered to him, Is the article good? Excellent. I will give thee six louis. Five minutes later, while Parisian, surnamed Redskin, was thrusting the six louis d'or which he had just received into a secret slit under the armpit of his blouse, the gunsmith and the purchaser, the latter bearing off the revolver in his trousers pocket, quitted the ruelle Coutanchet. End of chapter seven. Nocturnal Purchasers and the Shady Vendor.